Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, it wasn't long ago we did a three-year of ownership with your car. Absolutely. The 360. Yep. But uh, in saying that, we did that prior to you doing the major service. Uh, correct. So you correct. did the So it was due ma- for the major service. It was due the major service, but we did And the a- belts, yeah. So belts uh, were due again, major service with the belts. So- uh, that's when, you know, people start to discuss, okay, do you really need to do the belts? You've done 2,000 miles, you know, I think that's what I did, 2,000-odd miles. Do you really need to do the belts over three years? Yeah, and we talked about that, and I've said, you know, you could probably do four or five, but... Correct, and some people do. You, they just say, you know what, some you, people go four or five. You wanted to do it as per the book. As per the book. So, did the belts and took it to... No, actually, me. No, no, no. What happened? We went to the track day. Yes. No, no, no. I did the service. Then we went to the track day. Correct. Yes, correct. Yeah, so, but it wasn't the major service. It was. It was the major service, did the belts, went to the track. And oh, when we correct. purchased the car, we did the pre-purchase inspection. So this is a great thing, right? We did the pre-purchase inspection and you know there's a list of things that you set aside money for because they are going to come up. One of those was the clutch. Remember? Yep. He did said, tell us. He said the clutch is going to in four or five thousand miles. Well, yeah, no, seventy. They said seventy percent worn. Okay. Now the only the interesting thing there is, on an F one, you can actually gauge how much clutch wear there is. I think in, in terms of gauge, they can plug in the OBD and it tells them. Correct. But on the manual, it's very difficult to gauge. So it's it's just mere sensing the pressure of the clutch when you depress it. That's the only is that, way they get. Is that right? Is that what they say? Well, there's nothing. There's no other gauge as per se. And how would you pick it from that? Though? Exactly right. So you'd have to be someone that's quite familiar with these cars and knowing how many pounds or yeah, you know, how heavy it is or not heavy. Anyway, no, but isn't it hydraulic? So it doesn't matter. Well, they anyway, come, we'll leave they, that part for the yeah, experts. Correct, the ex- but, but they came up with roughly seventy percent worn, right? So we knew that we'd have to do the clutch one day. And like they said when we tried to get it uh, off the PPI, look, you can drive another year, two years, three years with that clutch. Well, we got nearly four years out of it, let's be honest, because it started to make noise at the track, if you recall. And that's when we struggled to get it out of reverse. And it's, and no, and prior to that, it was getting struggling to get out of reverse and there were a few things and we changed the uh, gearbox oil and things like that. So knowing you had to do the clutch, it went in for the major, the belts have done, okay, let's do the clutch. Right, it was. I knew well, I had, to had no choice then because then you couldn't get it out of reverse. Remember, Correct. it was very. Now the interesting thing. Up. Another lesson in an F one car on the. I'm not sure if it's all for us, but let's use the 360 as an example. Oh, the 599 we can use because a mate of ours had that. You can't actually move the car. You can't start the car. It's in an F one car. In an F one car, you can't actually move the car or drive the car. But it, in a three in a manual, in a manual you can. You can. So made a. It made a screeching noise, obviously, when I depressed the clutch, but I could still drive the car. That is actually a sign that your clutch is wearing. Well, it wasn't not necessarily that the clutch is wearing, but also could be the thrust bearing. Could be thrust bearing, correct. But there's something wrong with the clutch, let's say, right? Or that mechanism down there. So that's a warning sign, which is great for future. When you hear those sorts of noises, obviously something's gone wrong. So it wasn't a surprise to me, Mick, and like we say to everybody, when you buy one of these cars, a classic car, any car, set yourself a budget, obviously, work within your budget, but always have like a buffer of monies that, you, now we say 10 to 15%, it's all dependent, I suppose, depending on how much you spend on the car, 
that you're going to need to spend, correct? Yeah, I think so. And also, we've got to remember that these cars, when they'll come out, they weren't cheap cars. Yes. So you still have the maintenance of an expensive car, even though you might have bought it when it's been already depreciated. But let's not scare people, because the maintenance isn't ridiculous. It's actually not that ridiculous. It's relative to the, the price of the car. The parts may become a little bit more expensive than your... You know, I remember we always use Carlo's Mustang parts as a reference, yeah. right? So, yeah, maybe the parts are more, but really the maintenance, a normal service isn't that much more than your daily drive service. No, I agree. It's not like 10 times the price, you know, I'm trying to say. So, we had the kitty, obviously, set aside, so I knew I had to do the clutch. So, I wasn't, I wasn't oh, disappointed, upset, but what happens is when you do things like this, so you got to take the clutch out. The whole back end of the car came out. So everything comes off and we find things. Now, a pre-purchase inspection. Well, you can't see everything in a pre-purchase. You're not going to do that. You're not going to say to the person, remove the engine, rip it apart. We're going to look at every nook, cranny, bolt and things and that. And you find things in there. Like we found a well in the actual. Um, on the clutch, on the uh, gearbox. On the gearbox, right? So obviously a piston's come or something and they've welded it together. Now, and it looks like it was done properly. It was done know, correctly, no this and there. that. But you found that. And then you f- we found something else set up in the actual, where the thrust bearing and everything works, that was set up for an uh, F1. Yeah, that's that pin we are talking about. That pin. Now, did they all come out with a pin? Didn't they come out with a pin? So you get in there and you're looking at things that you think, oh, well, now what do I do? Can you leave them? The engine's out. It's pulled apart. Let's no, just do it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like you said, you're going to just do it. You're not going to say, we'll put, uh, put it back together again. Just a bit like the compressor on the air conditioner. So, yeah, very good point. Correct. Now, we regassed it. Remember, the air conditioner wasn't working. Yeah, we regassed it. Regassed it, and it works fine. It actually does work fine. But when we done the major service, we found a little oil leak. So, we knew it had to be changed. Now, that... Wasn't picked on a PPI, remember? This is after owning the car nearly four years. But in the PPI, I think the air conditioner was working. Yeah, correct. So this is, I'm saying, this is just wear and tear. This is just ownership costs. So I knew I had to do that one day. But now that everything's out, the engine, the gearbox, just why don't we just do everything now? And I said to Mario- That one day ends up being now. That's it. So I said, let's do the air conditioner also. The car's pulled apart. And- I went another step. Remember, Mick, I said those sticky buttons on the doors didn't have the lock on there. Didn't have the written lock on there. Didn't have the written lock on there. Let's so get those while done. You do it, while those, you're doing the rest, you do that Because that's going to take a couple of weeks or a month to get done. You know what? Let's just – I said to Mario, let's do, do it now. Now, I know doing it all at once, and this was your biggest um, calm, you know, uh, or biggest gripe was it does add up. It does trying to do it, Trying to do it all at once. Because I also told him, that's it. Time to do the tyres. And even he said, you sure you want to do the tyres at the same time? Well, the tyres are nearly seven years old. Yeah, but not only that, with the tyres though, Ori, to be fair, we've been talking about the tyres for three years. Correct. So now that the car's getting all done, why don't we just do everything is what I'm thinking. Let's just now get it to that spot that the only thing I'm thinking that will need to be done to this car when I get it back is if I want to paint it. Those little stone chips and things like that. Yeah, that's uh, which I'm not. You know, when we, I, we I wouldn't necessarily that, do that, but yeah, I reckon that's because there's everything else now internally, externally, engine wise, right? Should be perfect. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Should be perfect. All the money's 
been spent now to keep it at to that level. Now, I don't think would fingers crossed, touch wood, we don't have to do a clutch for another, you know, few years. Well, I think the way you know the way you use it and you respect it as well. I don't. It, it might be ages. It might we have be. to do it because I said, you know, we've done our track days. I'm not going to do that again. I'm actually not going to do it again. I'm going to put the tires on. I'm not actually going to do track work with yeah, those. Yeah, but tires. even if you go on there, you're not going to. You're I'm not, not going to hammer it. No, correct, uh, correct. And so I'm happy now to do those things. You know, and they actually. You need time to organise them because parts aren't as readily available. Well, even the tyres, the size of the tyres. You know, I say the tyres. I've got the back ones, but I still haven't got my fronts. Yeah, and not only that, you don't want to get tyres that are manufactured two two or three years ago. So you've already lost two or three years of a a seven-year life. That's right. So the backs, I think, are uh, September 22. Which is good. And hopefully the fronts, when they arrive, which shouldn't be long, early next year, will be maybe January, February uh, 23. Or even if it's November, December. Or December 22, be it's perfect, no, big, no right? big deal. But it, I agree, just ordering that and organising that, it's not, you know, sometimes you want to do things, but you just have to wait for the parts mm. to do things. And it's it's been worse recently, you know, because of COVID and because of supply issues or whatever. You know, like even your the, the compressor, you've had to get a new compressor, haven't you? We've got a new compressor coming, absolutely. But, you know, let's get back to the engine bay and the clutch. And So I've got some photos. It got... I always wanted a great clean in that engine bay area. Well, you've got it now. Mate, every little scr- – so I've repainted the oil. Yes. Uh, right? So that was all chipped off the black paint. That I've got that. terrible before, didn't Correct. it? Correct. But now that's getting redone. The under- There's a part there. You won't even see it. But it, it, it's on to the gearbox. It bolts onto the gearbox. And that's been repainted to the original colour. Yeah, but you know it. I know. So you're yeah, pleased so that For it's me, done. now when you pull it, – all those little things that you can't get to – because it's just... That's the time to do it. Now's the time to do it. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I don't know. I had a few uh, chats with my wife. And she goes, oh, my God, you know, you have, how you long is this going to take? More. And it's going to... I said, it's not about that. I knew I had to do it. Instead of doing it every three months, the car's off the road. At least it's off the road now for, say, I don't know, we are coming into summer yeah, here in Australia, it? so it would be nice to have it. But hopefully I'll get it back before Christmas. But at least it's off the road now for a period, and that's it. It only has to go in for a service next year, right? And then it's a maintenance thing. I think it's like you said, once you've done things and you've done all, then it's little tweaks. There's little tweaks, and that's right. And as we said before, you've always got a list of things. You've always you've got had a list. your list. There's always a list. We are talking about second-hand cars. Yeah. We haven't bought a car that's brand new, and now some of them come with five-year, seven-year manufacturer's warranty or you know no charge yeah. servicing. You yeah, know, so you, you haven't bought one of those, so you do have to allow for some dollars. And I don't think you can get annoyed at uh, – you might be upset that you've got to do this or do that, but, you know, you've allowed for things over the years that you might have to do. Yeah, and I think you need to set – you know, we said set yourself a budget or have a little uh, pot or kitty. Put a, I think you still need to do that whilst you're owning the car. Yes, certainly. You know, like just having some funds aside for obviously your servicing and other things, but if a little gasket blows or the, you've got it there, so you're not you don't get upset. You chip, you know, you may hit a rim. You need to get the rim repaired. You know, you're not going to leave it right. So I, I'm I'm ha- I'm actually happy where I am now because as much I know it's taken a little bit longer than I'd like. But at least I'm getting it all done now. Yeah, but in saying you're taking a bit longer than you'd like, I mean, it's not as if it's a taxi. 
You're not you're not using no, 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 it. No, no, exactly work. right. I no, mean, no, exactly yeah. right. And it's a big job and you want you know, and obviously you our technician it takes his time and wants it done properly and and absolutely and I want that also. So yeah, better to spend more time on it than exactly right. But sometimes when things are rushed, that's when they get missed. But the other thing is, you know, I've had a few conversations with people and someone goes, Well, why didn't it get picked up at the major service? Or well, you, how can it be? Exactly right. I said some things you don't you know, a major service is the belts, the oils, the fluids, the liquids, the, everything goes in. But the air conditioning was working. That's right. So if something's working, how do you pick it up? Well, there are some items that you change when you do a major service, even though it's not faulty. That's right. For one of them, they always talk about the water pumps. Yeah. Why you've got the engine, you're doing the engine service or whatever, especially the ones that you have to take the engine out. I'm you not may sure as well do so it much then. with the 360, yeah. but they'll talk about, you know, the cost of a water pump is actually relatively cheap. Yeah. All right. So while you're out, even though yours is okay, you change that. You might as well change it. So there are items like, you know, some of the bearings or some of the tensioners or whatever. Yeah. They do change it even though they don't, well, they don't so need to be changed. We think it's a clutch, but then like you said at it the beginning of the show, bearing. it's a thrust bearing. Mind you, that thrust bearing was the same thing that was wrong in when I bought my four, five, six. Was a thrust it bearing, didn't get, but it didn't get picked up on the first PPI because nothing wrong with it. And the second time, when he went to go and pick it up and check, you know, to do the run after the things got done on the based on the PPI, had the bearing noise from the thrust bearing. Yeah, so that got changed. But otherwise, I could have taken it home, and bad luck. Yeah, no, and I think. You've got a few of them, obviously. There's always something to, that ha- that you've got to do on one of them. You've seen my whiteboard. I've got a list right? on all of, of them. Of everything. Not only your everyday drivers, your family cars. That's right. But on these cars, there's always something. And what I think, I mean, I know I'm a little bit OTT. We all know that. But I think the fact that you don't drive it every day, when you do drive this, these cars, you actually, you're more in tune with the car. Because you think, is this right? Is this not right? That doesn't sound right. That does sound right. So you're picking things up a lot quicker, I think. Yeah, but I think it's also because the cars that we've got, and, you know, okay, we call the 360 a modern classic, they're still very analogue. Yeah. So you smell things, you hear things. It's a little bit different than getting in your modern car. Yeah. And that's relatively new, one or two years or three years. Yeah, uh, I mean, even your family car that you've had for a few years, that you might start listening to things, hang on, I haven't heard that before and things yeah, like that. correct. But otherwise, you know, your new cars, people drive them and they don't even know. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 100%. Yeah. I think, yeah, when you don't drive something as often, you – I look out for things more when I drive – like when I drive my son's car that I hardly ever drive. You look out for things. I, yeah, I'm like, have you picked this up? Did you know this? That, where in my car that I drive every day – you don't even worry. I don't about even. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, I think this this maintenance is is something that you know people complain about a fair bit, but I think you've got to have the right attitude. Yeah, well, I think it's a it's a mis a misconception uh, of people thinking oh, that's why these cars cost way too much to maintain, too much to own. I'm not going to even entertain buying them. Yeah, but they also some of those people expect. I think. They consider a car, they spend whatever money it is. And it's, you know, we're talking about, you know, whether you buy a, an expensive classic, for example, mm. and you think, oh, it's an expensive car, shouldn't have any problems. 
but yeah, it's not, not necessarily true. the case. You know, not there's true. parts that are, are quite old. There's parts that will fail. You know, whether it's the coolant, the water, the oils, the leaks, the gaskets. There's all sorts of things. Oh. And also, it depends on you know. I mean, you've had relatively minor things to do. You know, as we did, as we yeah. discussed on the last one. But that's because you drive it as well. Yeah. So and, they need to be driven. And yeah, the funny thing is, you know, we're saying the technician. Now we've changed the thrust bearing. We're changing a new clutch. Fingers crossed, we put it all back together. You never know. Hey, let's hope that noise is gone. Otherwise, no, it may be something else. They'll be gone. But it may be something else internally, right, <laughs> that we need to really pull apart even more parts. Well, you, that's <laughs> right. You don't pull apart the gearbox, do you? The gearbox no, is that's as right. it is. But so. you know what? If, if this noise hasn't gone, then we go one step further. Yeah, I know, but you are you're fairly confident because you could see the the thrust bearing was had it. Where with your car, your blue Dino that you restored, you pretty much pulled every part. Right, everything was pulled apart, so right. that you can see. So even the synchros, the gaps, the the slack in the you know the tolerances, all yeah. that you know that's a little bit different. Yeah, so you know now that that's gone back to, but you may still have a gasket that's not tight, a screw's not t- something. You know, there's something you've got to look out for everything. No doubt, and you yeah. know, in, in my case, well, I haven't actually driven it properly yet because we're still got to connect up the muff- a muffler. So yeah, so who who knows? We'll talk about that in hopefully uh, not so long a time, and yeah. uh, we can talk about the experiences with that because they say you know when you restore restore a car, it might take a year to get get rid of all the little nitty gritties out yeah. of it. Now, and, you know, it's funny, like I said, you, you speak to people about this and services and things like that. It it constantly surprises me, the amount of people that don't actually service their car every year or when it's due. Yeah, because they, because they think I haven't driven it. It's only done a 1,000 kilometres, so don't worry about it. Then when something goes wrong, it's a bigger cost. That's what I'm trying to explain. If, you, if you're looking at something quite uh, regularly – then you play a little bit less, at a time. Yeah, correct. You've got less chance of something major happening, is what I believe. Yes, and I agree with that. Well, that's my thoughts as well. I mean, if an engine blows, an engine blows because, yeah, yeah, something's happened. But if you but haven't driven it, there's a good chance that something major might go wrong, right, because it hasn't been driven. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you got to – well, I think the only thing I'm thinking now, and, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, like I said – I'm not a. I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I don't think I will be doing track driving the car as I once did. I think I'm going to enjoy it differently. So you longer drive, still long drives and things like that, spirited drives like we do, but not not use it as I used it when I first got it. I know what the car can do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I, I, I don't and need I've, to do classic Adelaide's target Tasmanias all that stuff with the car anymore. I've done all that. Yeah, I think in terms Not of track target, days, in certainly in terms of track days, how much enjoyment will you get out of a track day when you know it's not a track car? You know, it's not set up for the track. You know, when you see these other track cars, you, you know, you the start gap. to understand. Okay, there's a bit. Oh yeah, they they're racing cars and a sport, and you can take them on a track. No questions asked. But they're not set up for a track. Yeah, mind you, the tour though in the rallies. I think that's actually pretty good because yep. that's actually similar to your Sunday drive. Yeah, but close you, you, you can use two two sides of the road. Yeah, and you are limited, you know. So in terms of speeds, look, I, you know, I think that's uh, that's pretty good. 
Mm. You know, so, but track day, even I'm thinking, well, hang on, you know, I could take my Dino out there on a track, but it's not a track car. Yeah. And, you know, you, you're really, you're pushing it and you're pushing it. Yeah, it's supposed to be able to do it, but you're nowhere near what a track car would do. I think with any of these high-performance cars, you want to take them on a track to see what they can do in a safe environment and you feel comfortable with it, especially if you're a new, new owner of these cars. But once you've got the hang of it and understand your car and you know your car, I think then you can do these other target closed roads and things like that. Because I think it'd be scary to do it in a car that not knowing how much power you've actually got when you put your foot down. You certainly have you to know, know your car. Yep, no doubt. So that's why I think the track's good. And now it's time to move on and just, you know, Enjoy the car for what they they're for. Yeah, and I think you know with the you know saying the track's good. Well, the track also I believe is a lot safer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then the you know if you're doing competition rallies and things like yeah. that. Yeah. The only thing is on the track, I think it's uh, it's it's harder on the car in terms of brakes and tires. Correct. Whereas in a rally, it's not as hard. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, you, and there you go, brakes. You know, yeah. and that's probably something that's going to have to come up soon. You know, well, have you changed the pads since? Uh, I did a. No, I haven't done the pads at all no, since you bought it. No. no. Anyway, that's a minor thing. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But no, no, the pads aren't expensive. But that's what I'm saying. You know, as we said at the beginning of the show, there's always something that needs to be done. If you're aware of it and you're prepared for it, and that's why keep your little list, keep your little book of everything. You, you'll be fine. And you know which ones you can leave and which ones you have to deal with straight away. Yeah, that's exactly right. Can you drive the car with this? No, I didn't have to do the buttons, right? Obviously. No, but the- you, you have spoken about the buttons for a long time. I just wanted- You did some of the other sticky ones, yeah, I just but the buttons on the, on the doors, you always wanted it. What's it say? Lock or something? It's supposed to have it? lock on there. Yeah. So, so you got them back. done. It was, when we say local, it was in Australia, the person that does yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think that must be kept fairly busy because there's a lot of people that do it. So, yeah. So. Um, no, looking yeah. forward to it. Mate. Look, I, I think it's it's great to maintain the car and, you know, it'll last for, you know, forever really because they are mechanical beasts, these ones. Okay, there's a lot of bit, a little bit of electronics, but most of the mechanical parts you can, you can sort out one way or another. Have you done a clutch on any of yours? I haven't. Just. Look at that, see? There you go. No, you you haven't, haven't even haven't. done a clutch. And you've owned some for over 10 years now. Oh, wait a minute. I might have done a clutch on the my Blue Dino, I think, early days. So I didn't have to replace it this time, the clutch, because yep. there was a lot of meat on it, but I had done a clutch. A clutch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... A- but the clutch is no big deal in those. No. no. Um, anyway. Anyway, we're going to leave it there. It's it's interesting with this maintenance on these cars, but uh, you can catch us on the show and Mick and Ori at gmail.com and, of course, look at our YouTube channel and uh, Instagram. Instagram. I'll have some photos of the before and afters. before and after, how clean it is now. Absolutely. So um, we're going to leave it there. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.